Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I am very blessed to be able to bring you such great people in our community and beyond. Um, all essential workers like my husband, we want to give you a big shout out. All the healthcare workers out there, healers, everybody, plumbers, janitors, everybody that's doing their thing. Thank you so much. The banking industry, there's so many, too many to name. But before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, maybe some men, you know, uh, we can't leave our houses, right? Because we shouldn't, because it's like stay at home and flatten the curve. So I have this advanced firming neck cream right here in my hands. This stuff right here, like I'm going to let you guys see what my neck looks like now. It's not looking too great, to be honest with you. But I'm going to start using this and I'm going to show you if it makes a difference or not. It's from Amber Salon Sustainability. And uh, Naturalique is the, the company. I'll put links so you guys can find out about it. But our neck's got to look good, right, Maria? I mean, we're doing these. All they're seeing is the neck up. You still, you still got to look good. You still got to look good, even if I'm wearing a UPS hat. You know what I'm saying? So I have brought to you today one of my greatest, greatest speech language pathologists that has telehealth implemented in her practice, Maria with Organic Speech Therapy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. And Maria could potentially win for having the best background <laughs> on the show since day one. Welcome to my room. <laughs> Isn't it incredible? I mean, it's so beautiful. I love, I love your setting and that is your room. So there you go. So Maria is going to tell you a little bit about who she is, uh, what she does, and why she does it. So Maria, take it away. Sure, thanks. So I'm Maria Gianfilippo, co-founder of Organic Speech Therapy. We have two locations here in Clearwater and Dania Beach, Florida. Um, and I always get the question of what does a speech therapist do? And typically I'll answer with, um, we treat kids, birth to five, late language talkers, um, difficulty with speech sounds, we also do adults following a stroke if they have difficulty with language, with speech, um, with swallowing after Parkinson's. But sometimes I'm like, well, what does that really mean to anybody if they haven't experienced it? And I was thinking the other day that um, a better way, I think, to describe it is we help people after a stroke tell their significant other that they love them finally and being able to speak. Oh, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> It's very near and dear to my heart, but we, you know, we help people with Parkinson's be able to participate in a group conversation at dinner with their family. Sometimes their voice gets a little lower and it's hard to hear them. Um, we've helped patients after head and neck cancer um, swallow again so that they can have a better um, quality of life. Or on the kids' side, you know, we help kids be able to tell their moms they want milk without getting frustrated or the mom understand what the child wants. Um, so that they feel like they have a choice in choosing. So um, hopefully that gives a little bit more of an insight as to what speech pathologists do. It's very broad and very vast, but that's kind of what we focus on with speech therapy. And don't, what I also thought was fascinating, two things. Number one, that you um, work with people, because I've had many clients <clears throat> throughout my history of being the doctor whisperer that are from other countries. 
and here they moved to Tampa Bay and I want to put them on TV or I want to put them on the radio and they're very, or a podcast, and they're very, very insecure about their dialect, which of course I, I will never forget the first time I heard my Italian client and I was like, do you realize the way you speak is like music in my ears? Yeah. But, it's it's their own issue and i i had no idea that um speech pathologists could help with that so tell everybody about that yeah absolutely that's called accent modification and i'm like you i love hearing people talk with accents i think it sounds so pretty um but if you're looking for uh, a little bit of reduction of your accent so maybe if you're speaking in a in a business setting or something where you want to be um a little more articulate i guess with your english if that's your second language then uh, we can work with you to uh, reduce your accent and kind of teach you how to turn it on and off basically because um, accents are beautiful. So mm. keep it when you're talking around your family. And then if you want to go into like a business meeting and you want to have less of an accent or on TV or something like that, um, then we can help with, uh, you know, shaping that. And it, it really is interesting because, you know, I'm from Long Island, New York. And it's people, not everybody speaks like that from Long Island, New York. I'm certainly not doing them any justice by saying that like that, but my parents are from Ireland. So I really wasn't allowed to speak like that in my home because it hurt their ears a little bit because they're from Ireland and um, the Irish, just like many other countries have a, a really great grasp of the English language and I would come home like oh my god I would be like no you are not speaking like this in my home so I've always kind of curtailed the way I speak because I know how important communication is and and then I realized when I'm even when I moved from New York, this is interesting for anybody that is from New York or maybe another place that has a strong accent, like I don't know, Boston. When we moved to another place like Florida, you know, I had no idea of how strong I say certain words, like coffee. Mm-hmm. And get me around my New York friends, and I'm like, forget about it. I gotta get some more of that coffee, forget it. You know, so here, I realized it would better serve me to leave that because I wanted to, I didn't want people to look at me differently because I was from another place. I wanted to be a part of Tampa Bay. I'm very proud of being a New Yorker. I'm very proud of being from Long Island. But um, I realized that my delivery and how I communicate is so important. Communication is so important when you're a business owner, when you're an entrepreneur, when you go on television or when you go on the radio and podcasts and such. So I think it's such a great service. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, dialects are something that make up our culture. I mean, it's from where you're from, you know, and you can, you can have that pride. My dad's from the Bronx too. So he still has Boogie down, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he, he still says different things, you know, differently, and he still has that little accent. And it's it's an important part of our culture. But then also, it's important to know how to speak differently. Like the way I talk to my sister is not the way that I'm going to talk to somebody that I'm about to do business with. You know, like slang and things like that that go along with it. But there are definitely certain times and places of knowing how to turn that on and off. Sure. And then I remember bringing up to you not too long ago that I have polyps on my vocal cords because of singing back in the day. Mm -hmm. And 
I can't strain my voice. So if I'm in a crowded room, I get very, like, I have to walk away because I don't want to have to explain to everybody that I can't speak over their voices. It's probably one of the other reasons everybody has always said, because I was always the boss at the office, that I was yelling, which I 100% know I wasn't because if I yell, (laughs) I'm going to strain these polyps on my vocal cords. And you told me about voice therapy that I never knew about either. Yeah, absolutely. So um, speech therapists also work with voice and how to move your vocal folds uh, functionally so that you don't put strain on them or injure them. Um, We at Organic Speech Therapy can work with um, how to use your voice a little more appropriately in breathing and things like that. We aren't really voice specialists, but it definitely is something that uh, can be covered by speech therapy. Yeah. I mean, just knowing that there, these are just all the great things that we want people to understand that as a whole, like I used to drive to um, the Tampa Performing Arts Center when I first moved here, because before I I I was like done with the medical industry for a little while when I got here. And I thought I would, I would sing on a cruise ship or not just sing on a cruise ship, maybe be like a lounge singer. I didn't know that. I never know what I'm going to say. So I I never know the secrets I'm going to reveal. So there you go. There's another one. And then I realized I probably couldn't live off of those dollars. um, And I didn't want to be on a cruise ship for that long, (laughs) which I'm really glad I'm not on that cruise ship now. Yeah, that works out well. Right. But um, I used to take voice lessons and I used to drive from all, I used to, so here I was working at all children's hospital, Uh not knowing I could have probably used one of the therapists there. Yeah. Or I was driving to get lessons. So it is, even me being in the industry, never knowing that I find out so much that was absolutely one of the reasons I wanted to bring this show to everybody because I get to learn so much it's not fair that I don't get to share it with you so here we are so Maria you started organic speech therapy and you provide telehealth services which I think are amazing so tell everybody about how simple and how necessary especially during this um you know, temporary new normal of COVID-19, where we don't want people to stop with their speech therapy if they are currently getting it, but you don't have to go to the hospital. You don't have to go into somebody's office anymore. So tell everybody about your telehealth. Absolutely. So um, it's kind of like what we're doing right now. And to be honest, it's very similar to just a regular session as if you were face-to-face somebody in, with somebody in person. Um, you know, you, you sign on, you send in a link and you log in and I give you stuff to do and we talk just like you and I are and we do our session from there. I mean, adults, it's really, it's really that simple to be honest. You sign in, you just need a computer or a tablet. I mean, honestly, you could do it from your phone as well um, and an internet connection and you can have speech therapy right from the comfort of your home. I mean, especially in times like now when you shouldn't be um, going places but you still need services because you still need to work on whatever it is that you need to work on. And that's important. And who knows how long this is going to go on. So instead of taking a big break in your services, you can just get it from the comfort of your home. So Well, yeah. So here is the thing I've been saying to everybody um, that I have the opportunity to say it to. So I'll say it again. We are now forced to be in this place where we should not be going anywhere hashtag stay at home, you know, all of that. 
um, social distancing. This is not a joke. You know, I have my mask now, so I want to show it to you because Sarah Connolly, the healthcare attorney, scared the crap out of me today, which is a good thing. I needed to be scared or yesterday, whenever the heck it was that she scared me. And now I'm taking just, just a little more seriously. But what will happen now is that everybody that has telehealth, teledentistry, teletherapy, which I do on Fridays, thank goodness. And everybody should be doing teletherapy. Uh, nobody's going back. No, no, this is definitely something that we're going to see more often. I mean, we're definitely going to be keeping it rolling after this. It's a, Actually, I think this is a good time to advocate for people that need these services despite COVID-19 going on. I mean, because what the nice thing about telehealth is that you can access people that can't get to you. So whether it's because they live in a rural area or if they are homebound for whatever reason or on the kid side of things, like sometimes it's just a lot to take your kid or if you have multiple children and, and put them in the car and go someplace. Um, you know, sometimes you can't do that. So this is giving people access um, in those situations. Again, it's never going back to the same way it was. So everybody that is not implementing it, including hospitals, doctor's offices, you're going to lose a ton of money, whether you're trying to save money or you're making employees come into your space right now um, and exposing all of us and people that's not the right thing to do because it's very easy. What we're doing right now is the closest thing to telehealth you're ever gonna see. Yeah, absolutely, same thing. <laughs> I see you, you see me. I'll share with you two things just to bring it home because Maria, I do think people need to really hear this message. I did not know I was going to do this show. I didn't know I was going to do this preventative therapy. I did it because I wanted people to stop putting all this crap around mental health. You know, the stigma is real. So I thought, how can I do this? You know, let's talk about prevention because people love preventative medicine. Yeah. And the insurance companies don't pay for it. So why don't we talk about preventative therapy? So I decided to start going in the beginning of March. Boom, COVID-19 hits. Who's happy that they're going to teletherapy? Me! <laughs> and I talked to the therapist about the business end. And I said, I bet people say a lot of stupid things to you. I said, let's go over a few things. Number one. Do I get a discount because it's over a computer? Maria, the answer is no. No, it's the, it's the same thing, essentially. It's the same thing. Okay. Number two. Um, well, I mean, I really want to come and see you. I'd rather sit down. Well, great. You know, after COVID-19, you can. You would be able to provide a service where somebody could come and see you. But you will now, and everybody else in the entire world, not just Tampa Bay, not just Clearwater, not just Bel Air, the world will be so used to this and so spoiled by this. We're never going back. Hello, Uber. Nobody was going to get in an Uber. Hello, Airbnb. All that disruption has now been pushed into a mandatory state. Nobody has a choice. This is how it's going to go down. So I'm sorry. I know that you hate me right now and I don't really care. That's the truth. Then the other thing is, Maria, if you think about it, um, so my stepson had to go see a dermatologist 
and he did a telehealth call. And for places that do accept insurance, um, $20 copay, and it was a three-minute follow-up, do the math. And you didn't have to get in your car, and you didn't have to get dressed, put on makeup, do anything. You rolled out of bed, and you put your kid in front of this. Yeah, very convenient. Very convenient. (laughs) Super convenient. And guess what, everybody? All the kids right now are being homeschooled. So you thought homeschooling was so stupid. Well, shame on you. That's a whole nother area of the topic, huh? Oh, they spend days on that one. Yeah. The school system has somehow figured out to have my 16-year-old only have school for an hour a day. Do we think the educational system is going back to normal after this? I'm going to go with no for a thousand, Alex. Wow. No, I didn't know that. Oh, and he has off on Thursday and Friday. What? Thank you for that face, Maria. That's the face I'm looking for. Yes. No, no kids are going to want to go back to school full time after this. Now, he will even say, I think he's trying to downplay it himself. He's so great. He's like, but I am doing homework all day after. I'm like, oh, yeah, but you could do it in your room. And you could play Biggie in the back. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Level of convenience. It's a big level. <laughs> right, Maria? Like, everything is being disrupted, people. This is forced disruption. The entrepreneurs like Maria of the world, everybody, just so you know, that have decided, I don't care. I know that you think it's crazy that I'm doing telehealth. I know you think that this is too advanced and people aren't ready for it and that you think it's just for millennials. Well, welcome to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So sad. Well, I was just going to say, it made me think of it. It's been so nice having this because we haven't had to break treatment with our patients. You know, the the really young ones, um, you know, we've lost some of them, but it's, it's more of like, that's a parent coaching type of thing that you have to move towards because a two-year-old is not going to look at the screen and listen to you for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, other than that, we've been able to really keep going and not have a break in services despite everything going on. And we should maintain whatever we're doing to improve ourselves, to better ourselves. And that is a big piece of what speech therapy is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wish that they, you wish you had telehealth when I was uh, taking Cooper when he was younger, because it would have saved gas money. It would have saved, um, I don't know, like the earth, you know, not putting all that CO2 in. We have to start thinking bigger now because we've had this time to slow down and and get refocused on what is important and what's not important. So Maria, talk to me about um, what it's been like with the seniors using telehealth with you. I'm quite sure it's been fun. So all of this, I'm sure, is a learning curve for everybody. I mean, you know, we had to learn how to use Zoom and other, what's the best platform. Um, it takes a little extra time as far as, you know, going through and explaining things and getting used to the technology. And everybody's different. I mean, there's some seniors that have integrated technology into their life. And so it's not a big learning curve for them. And then there's other people that have stayed away from it for the most part. And so you're going to have to, like, walk them through um but we were kind of talking about this earlier but um you know it's nice for them to have a resource to help talk them through it like I don't consider myself a a tech uh 
guru or teaching somebody, but I could walk my patients or I helped out my grandma um, setting up an account so that she can meet like this um, with the platforms that we're using. Yes, and um, from what I understand, you have accepted Sarah Connolly's uh, call to action and you will be offering some volunteer hours through um, this COVID-19 to help our assisted living facilities and you know patients that can't maybe even afford the resources right now. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I want to be a resource for others during this time. You know, thinking about what can I do to help. We talked about that. You gave me some good insight, but I, you know, I want to be a resource for people who might need services or have questions about something that's going on. And so, yep, I'm here for to volunteer my time. If anybody has any questions about things, um, adults, you know, what is telemedicine or what is telehealth or how do we do this or even just talking about how to stay connected during these times and have somebody to talk to um, from a communication standpoint. Um, you know, I want to offer myself as a resource for people um, during this time and on the kids spectrum too, you know, talking about changes in their daily lives or if something's different with their language or their speech or, you know, what do I do at home with them from a language standpoint and a speech standpoint, you know, I can offer some guidance or some help. So um, I really would like anybody to reach out to me if they have any questions or just want to talk. I like talking. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of our community of healthcare professionals that are, are stepping up to say, I'm here to help. I am, I can give of my time now. I mean, if we all have something, maybe a little extra, or maybe not me at the moment, but I'm doing my part. You know, what can I do is the question too. Well, if I have a whole community of different healthcare professionals that I could bring for free to listen to and learn from, um, we will have Maria's information from organic speech therapy. Um, she, you can follow her on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, she has a website with all this information too. And, you know, I have been talking a lot of, to people about at this moment, you know, people are, you know, giving from their heart, which they should be. And if you needed to ask for a discount or a payment plan, you know, I think that this is now the time to do that because we want to help, you know, I mean, I've certainly done the same myself um, in, in diff many different ways. And it's just really what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be helping others and being kind. That's how we're going to get through this together. You know, Absolutely. I've been overwhelmed by the, the kindness that people have offered as far as like, you know, everything, really all aspects, how to help on the computer and resources and things like that. And so, you know, I would like to be that type of person for somebody else too. And I, I agree with you. I think that's kind of how our world goes around. And when we go through hard times like this, it's even more important to help each other out. Oh, my heart is full. So sweet. <laughs> and I think after a morning of, you know, tears and, you know, feeling so much empathy for so many that are going through so much to, to be able to end on a high note with you today makes me feel very, very grateful um, that you have come into my life, that the broken road has led you to me and me to you, and that we will continue to offer our services. We will have all of Maria's information available for you to reach out and contact, but I highly recommend that you follow and, and learn because she's pushing out a lot of great content about, 
you know, just, just how to help, just to help you. That's all we're here to do. So thank you so much for joining us, Maria. Thanks for having me. Super proud of you. And don't, don't you dare try and come steal my neck cream. I don't know. You better watch out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.